Yo, 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 what's good, what's good? This is Dex. Queen Esther here, crowned it. And Jacoby Jones. And thank you for joining us on another episode of Complicated Discord. All right, well, thank you for joining us, everybody. Uh, for those who, who uh, this is your first time, enjoy the show. For those who've been here before, welcome back to the madness. <laughs> uh, we are joined in person today by Devon Hamilton. Founder of Sweat Equity. Hamilton Technology, the Hamilton Technology. Come check us out in Brooklyn, 20 Rockaway. And we're also joined by Mr. James Bush, uh, the creator of Man of Mo- uh, Mind of a Man podcast. Damn, Dex, man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> one job, Dex. Yeah, <laughs> job. It's Mind of a Man podcast. Yeah, excuse me, Mind of a Man podcast. My, my bad. I'm messing up already. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, James, why don't you go ahead and tell uh, tell our, our listeners what you're about on your podcast? Well, first and foremost, um, I'm a licensed professional counselor in the state of Tennessee. And um, I just created the Mind of a Man podcast because I have a lot of male clients. And sometimes, I mean, there are things that are important to men that men, we don't discuss enough. Like, we talk about whole sex, drugs, cars, and everything like that in between. but as far as, you know, what about legacy? What about mental health, depression, anxiety, OCD? What about what it looks like when you have to pick your kids up in front of a police station, you know, for the drop-off and experience exchanges? So it's talking about things along those lines, I think it's very helpful. And also educating and informing them. I'm not asking guys, man, to kind of uh, take on any different type of disposition on certain topics. I just want you to be informed. And so, because if you're informed, you know better, you do better. And that's where I'm at with it. Okay, Wait, okay, y'all man. heard it first. Hey, uh, man. Y'all need he to get chills. Keep right? Speaking. I want to I, I go to your services. Listen, <laughs> trust me, Jacoby needs a counselor because he'd be off the wall. I do. I do. James is a rarity when it comes to black counselors. I think I was looking at something online and one of the celebrities were looking for a black counselor for their son. I can't remember. Roger P. Henson. Who was it? So Roger P. Henson just started this whole black therapy thing. I heard. Yeah. 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 There's a rarity of you guys. We need a lot of black therapy. And there's a stigma against it in the black community. I'm gonna say an unspoken stigma. We don't Sorry. need therapy. But yeah. I I, I yeah. do believe that we do. And to be informed about it is a great thing. You're doing a good job, James. Ronald. Well, man, I mean, I appreciate that because if you look at it, 400, 500 years of oppression and stuff that we've suffered since we've been on this rock. I mean, we need we needed to be in somebody's office or needed to talk to somebody else. And the pastor, as blessed as he is, I don't think he was fully equipped to handle a lot of the things that were going on because he was going through the same thing as well, too. And so you need people in those places that can handle that type of information, sensitive as it is, and give you that objective point of view and also the non-judgmental point of view with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, you, uh, you, uh, what I love, you know, when I was little, you said pastors, my mother would always reference that when we needed counseling. Yeah. But at the end of the day, They're not trained. He, he, there's a difference between being biblically trained and then like mental health education. You yeah. know what I mean? Like everything for some people can't be solved with the Bible. You know what I mean? So uh-huh. having just... Uh, the education behind it like is just amazing. I'm amazing. 
I, I wish we had more black therapists. I have a therapist right now, and she's a white lady, and I'm actually thinking of hire her ass. I, <laughs> I didn't like some shit she said to me in my last session. But <laughs> she said, Jacoby, what she said? They got you so bad. <laughs> well, you know, I was, I, I was asking for her. I was telling her how I was feeling about some things and this and this and this. And she basically... She just didn't give me any kind of tools. She was just like, you need to uh, stop thinking about this. Or you need to just let this go. Or you need to just move on. Or you need to just work harder in that. And I'm like, no shit. What? <laughs> <laughs> I can give see it, some James, tools. from body language. I'm like, give me some left. tools on how to get there. Because clearly, I'm having an issue getting the hurt. You know what I mean? The hurdle. And... But I was done with that session. This was like two weeks ago last time I talked to her and I was thinking, I think I need a new therapist. Cause <laughs> <laughs> you the old white lady remedies. It's one, of, it's one of those, how do you feel about this? And what do you think you should do? And you're like, that's what I, I pay you the for. Fuck? I'm here asking you that. You know what I mean? I was able to see by James's face. He looked to the left. Like he, <laughs> he wanted to say something in that specific moment. Like that's not how you're supposed to handle that, that, that instance, like as a therapist. But, uh, Let's go ahead and jump into this show. Let's start off with the drinks. What we drinking? We're going to start off with James. James, what, what you got? Um, That right there is just straight orange juice. What I got in that orange cup is uh, Corvo. Okay, okay. That's what I'm talking about. How about you, Jacoby? What you, what you sipping on today? Um, After last week's shenanigans, <laughs> I am drinking water and some water. That liver, <laughs> that, that liver needs it. Uh, what about you, uh, Queen? I am also staying hydrated right here because I need water in my life. Damn, y'all making y'all making. No, it's not. Good. How do you expect the skin to stay looking like this? So, so because Christmas is coming up or the holidays, let me finish. Because the holidays are coming up, I decided to create a few new drinks uh, for those watching. Uh, I have myself here is what I call the Christmas in New York, and the reason I call it that is because it might snow. And it might be beautiful, but if you get caught slipping, it'll kill you. Um, what that is, that's uh, white chocolate. It's a white chocolate uh, mocha with, uh, with Baileys and vanilla vodka with a little bit of nutmeg and vanilla extract in there. Vanilla Ooh, vodka. Right? And what I made for Devon over there, Devon is drinking the Midnight on Christmas. What's in mine? And that is a dark chocolate drink. That one has, um, of course, it's, it's hot cocoa. It has uh, uh, Bailey's and then it has caramel vodka. And then you top it with whipped cream and some nutmeg. Can oh, you outdid yourself today. Absolutely can. That's you what I would love to do. Absolutely can. I love That's sweet things. You know, uh, me and Dex talked yesterday and mm. about drinks. And I started to have eggnog and some whiskey today in, in honor of the holidays. But after last night, I just don't want no more. Dex told me, I don't, and what are you, you got? Dex told me he's never tried eggnog before. Now, I, I'm from, I live in Hawaii, but I grew up in Wisconsin. And it snows, negative 30 in the winter. So we had eggnog my whole life. Every yeah, but we're West Indian. We drink sorrel and stuff like that. I drink eggnog a lot. He's had, I, yeah, he's had eggnog. I don't know. I have eggnog in the fridge in, in Ocala right now. A big bottle of it. And it I kind love of gave it. me the bubble, the bubble guts last night. So <laughs> I'm going to stay away from the eggnog. What about, the Jama- what about Jamaican Irish moss? That's something similar Ooh, yeah. for like that. Yeah. 
See, well, after speaking to Jacob, I went and I bought me some eggnog with rum mm-hmm. and all kinds of stuff in it. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see how that works out. Nah, eggnog tastes good. It just- Stay close um, to the bathroom. Stay close yeah, it to does the send bathroom. you to the bathroom. <laughs> there's a lot of egg in there, <laughs> raw egg. And yeah. that, that's my thing, man. The whole, the fact that there's egg in there freaks me out. It, 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 I don't know, man. But you know what, since we're talking about counseling today, I want to talk about this, uh, this young man, Kevin Samuel. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, me oh. and Jay were talking about this the other day and I figured, you know what, why the hell not? I I never watched it until like 15 minutes ago. Like I I've been seeing it on the internet, but I never watched the video because I was like I don't even want to I don't even want to hear what this man gonna say because I can't have it this. loaded. Can Once we look I at saw it now? Because face, I I'm out of this. You guys know I don't I, I don't. I just watched it. I just watched it. I would it. love it to see what this guy is thing. talking about. It was so sad. Like you could just see that she was like. He, I mean, he was. Wait, before we even I, if, are you gonna play a clip of this? I'm going to try to give me a second here. I'm going to go ahead and load it. Because and, um, I would love to get James's like point of view. He was being preaching the gospel. I will tell you this. This man told this woman nothing. But, but the truth. But he said it's the way, like we said last week, you can say a lot of things a lot of different ways. The way he did it. Because the way, in my like, as I was watching, I was thinking he did it in a way of irritation and frustration instead of in a way of compassion to her. He was just like, I don't know. I, I think he wanted to say it once and for it to just resonate. And it didn't resonate. So then he got frustrated and was just like, don't make me hurt your feelings, oh. lady. Oh, and I'm, a- <laughs> I'm just like, oh, man. And then you can see her like zone out and start playing with her phone because she didn't want to hear it. So and he was just trying to push her buttons the whole... Hold on. Yeah, yeah. I know. He was trying to get her... Hey, hold on, you guys. We're going to watch this clip All here. Right, <laughs> can you guys see this? <laughs> yeah, I can see it. Can everyone see it? Okay. Mm-hmm. I can't hear it though. We can't hear it. We can't hear it. I want to make a joke, but I don't want to make <laughs> Still can't hear it. Yeah, but I'm special. You don't know any men on this level. <laughs> That are not your father, that aren't related to you. That means you don't know these men. You don't know where to go get them. You don't know what they want. But you're still saying, pick me. They don't want mid-30-year-old baby mamas. (laughs) Trying to be polite, man, but they don't want those. Did you hear what I said? (laughs) Why is that so... Okay, go ahead. (laughs) Go ahead. Uh, he frustrated. Is he a counselor? No. My, from my point of view, I feel like I, I get what you're saying. They, they, they do have better options, but also those better options are younger girls. Those younger girls don't necessarily are necessarily 20 year olds are not necessarily attracted to 45 year olds. Teach, honey. Jesus Christ. Well, and, I, and I can't beat them off with a stick. <laughs> That's another one on you lies. No, younger women are always younger women are attracted to older men. What are you talking about? So, can you see me? Yes, I can. Okay. So, do you feel like a woman like me? Uh huh. What would you rank yourself on a scale from one to ten? You cannot use seven. Would I rate myself? Mm, just your face. <laughs> oh, that was harsh. When I put myself together, six. Okay, that's not enough. And how tall are you? Five five. Dress size. 
sorry? Your dress size. Okay. So that makes you, if you give yourself a five, that's average. Yes. So average looking women tend not to get earning men. They tend to get average men. Oh, pouting, pouting. Okay. This is a long video, so I'm not going to watch the whole thing. But I, I think I get where, where, where it's going. I feel like it was inappropriate. Yeah, he was. But I'm going to start off completely inappropriate. And he clearly just wanted views for his show. What do you think, James, from a professional? Yeah, I want to know what James thinks. For real. Um, so that was just a small, small snapshot of it, but I think I looked at maybe it was like 20 to 30 minutes. Yeah, it was pretty long. It was actually long. It's pretty long. And what we're seeing is the tail end where he's just pretty much, now, first of all, he's not a counselor. I don't even, he's an image consultant. And so people call into the show to get advice on certain items or certain topics or so like that. And he makes a lot of, I look, I'm not hating. More power to him. The guy makes bank doing what he does. I mean, yeah. he has certain requirements. You can either do it um, privately or you can do it openly or so like that. And so what I found is that this lady who you heard, oh, I think I think you got to that part where it's after the part where Dex stopped it. She says, I call in and I listen to your show. I like your show. And so the mm-hmm. thing is, is that you already know what to expect from this guy. You know, you're looking for information from him based on what you need. Now, right. I'm, I'm in agreement with uh, Jacob and we're pretty much the consensus. He didn't lie about anything. He told the <laughs> truth. He told the truth. And it may have been uh, not with abrasive. She, it may have been very abrasive. Um, and that's the thing where I talk, where it comes down to a communication. What I found is that when guys communicate with other guys or so, there's a certain understanding. You know, we say things to, to kind of reach each other because we know how to fire each other up or how to talk to one another like that. As far as when sometimes guys talk to women about certain topics or certain items, we can't sometimes use that same fire because they're not going to be able to receive it. You know, I can say whatever I desire to say primarily, but if that doesn't, you know, move the audience or that doesn't move the person that I'm speaking to, then it's all for not. And so what I found felt is that um, the reaction from this was that, man, it was abrasive. It was, and the message was not received altogether, which is unfortunate because there were a lot of nuggets that he dropped in there. That, that yeah. um, with, with that being said, I personally feel like sometimes when you tell people things, they don't really get it until you say it in the most blunt way possible. When you sugarcoat, yes, sugarcoat well, it. people yeah. come, no, it's people communicate yeah. differently. I think. Yeah. yeah. Listen, yeah, I, yeah, you just like being abrasive with people. Yeah, you but, like but, like <laughs> hurting people's feelings with your words, Dex. Listen, listen. Sometimes when you tell people stuff in the nicest possible way, they feel like, oh, he's just saying that. He doesn't mean it. But when you say it in the most blunt way possible, like, no, your breath stink. Like, you, you need to go and brush or hit. Because you, you'll be like, you'll be around people. You'll be like, hey, do you want to you wanna stick a gum? They're like, Mm-mm. bro, I think you should have a stick of gum. Nah, I'm good, bro. I, I, I feel like but you should see, have a stick different. of gum. That, that, that. No, 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 no. Again, it is, it's, it's what you're, what you want to accept. It's how you receive what I'm telling no, you. If I'm I tell you things nicely and you don't up. receive it, then sometimes you need to hear me say it the most blunt possible way. They say the mm-hmm. easiest way I, 
to and from a destination is a straight line. So <laughs> let's use this gum analogy, people, right? This they gum may metaphor. get it confused, but if you tell them your breath stinks, <laughs> that's not, not a good entry point. It is abrasive, but they get the point, and you don't really have to repeat yourself. So, so in with the gum co- concept, right? <laughs> if if you say, would you like a piece of gum? That's not implying that my breath stinks. But if you pull someone to the side and say, hey, you know, you're, you know, here, you need this. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's collider. And that's getting the point across without hurting their feelings. There's me like, look, motherfucker. Uh, bro, bro, I don't know who you hang out with, but if you told me that, no matter how you told me my breath stinks, my feelings are going to be hurt. I well, like because you sensitive. So I can take that. I can take you pulling me to the side and you're, bro, you you kind of like, you know, your shit is going yeah, crazy. You, know, you got bad teeth. The same pretenses of Dex wanting to call someone's baby ugly directly to their face. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, wow. it's, it's, that's what I, I know. We're back to ugly, ugly babies. <laughs> I support that. Wow. I, I'm, I'm still on board with that. <laughs> I'm still on board with being How honest about babies. Their baby is ugly. That's abrasive <laughs> and it's rude. You understand <laughs> Sometimes people need to hear the truth, man. Because if I tell you you got an ugly baby, then you're gonna start working on that baby's personality rather than not. <laughs> and, and as so- Pete said, as Pete said, you can't be ugly and have a terrible personality. I've met some ugly babies and they have amazing oh, personalities, though. I've met <laughs> a few ugly babies and they're very charismatic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me let me ask you this real quick, though. But isn't that a snapshot? Basically, what we saw there and what the outrage, everything along with it Uh is a snapshot of our society and how PC we've gotten and how I guess sometimes I want to say that we're not able to handle um, harsh realities or criticism in that. Right. Because we've been, I guess, for some reason, coddled, you know, to a certain extent, man, for a long period of time. And now because of that. We don't know how to take, you know, the truth when it is delivered to us, you know, no matter how blunt it is, no matter how abrasive it is, but we just don't know how to receive that thing that sometimes it can actually save our life. For instance, constructive criticism, constructive criticism. I think that's the day to age we're living in right now. And because when you see a lot of Facebook or social media memes that are out there, unfortunately, there's this big outrage. Um, There's this uh, cancel culture that I didn't really realize was available until maybe like the last five or 10 years. I mean, when I grew up in the eighties or something like that, you know, we got uh, Bruce Lee, Kung Flu, John Claude Van Damme flicks, you know, it wasn't none of that. Wasn't none of nobody canceled anything, you know. You guys so remember Mad TV? That was <laughs> oh come on, right, yeah. right. Hold on, let me let, let me say what everyone's trying to say on this one. Okay, we're very, very, very sensitive. Very. Everything turns into something that it's not. Like even uh, what was it? Dave Chappelle said? He got called over some shit he said years and years ago. He was like, I don't. I said it back then. I don't care how you feel. It's something that I said when it was okay. Because right. change doesn't mean that. You know, you could hold me responsible for something that I said 20 years ago when at that time it was okay. Mm-hmm. Another example. I also think that there's this new culture. Yoda. How you try to cancel Baby Yoda? Like, how is that even possible? That's people are <laughs> yes, Baby Yoda. Oh, 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 Baby Yoda. What's wrong? You see, you see. I love, I love, I love me some Mandalorian, man. <laughs> hey, let me, yeah. let me let me fill you in, James. Uh, the show called The Mandalorian, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in one of the episodes, I, I, I don't want to ruin it if you haven't seen it, but 
there's an episode where Baby Yoda ate this woman's uh, eggs, and they were saying that she was the last of her kind, and her eggs would would like repopulate the species. Right. And Baby Yoda ate them. <laughs> yeah, he ate like he, he six, ate, six he or seven of them. of them. She had like twenty. <laughs> he ate, like, he, he had like thirty five eggs. So I mean, they <laughs> weren't gonna make it anyway. But you know were, what I mean? Like people were making a whole big deal. Oh, you need to cancel him. He he uh, he he what he he had he what was what is he uh he helped the genocide of that of that species. species. Like they were, they were trying An to cancel imaginary it. species. Yeah, okay, <laughs> exactly. It's like a waste of time and energy. Yeah, nobody. I mean, look. Long story short, I'm not gonna lie. What he said, I I do agree that yes, it was a bit abrasive, but he wasn't wrong. He he wasn't wrong. Oh. At, the, at the end of the day, we all gotta accept our our I guess social statuses, so to speak. Can I be devil's advocate for a second? She made the mistake of doing that shit live with him. That was a private <laughs> fucking conversation that she should have had I, asking me rate myself from one to ten. I feel that that's the next issue. Like this society needing to be judged by others, like social media ratings, other people telling you, even going on shows to being to be judged. Like can you tell yourself how you feel about yourself before you even go out there? Like, that's a societal thing. We don't acknowledge what we need to do. We're worried about what the Jones is doing. Yeah. Isn't it? Isn't it true? He's like, well, I'm the shit. Yeah. Like, that's what we're worried about. Lucas, isn't he? He was also giving her advice on like as visual aesthetics. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm not a, I'm not six figures. I don't make millions of dollars a year, but I make a decent, I make a decent amount of money. And I've dated, you know, very, very attractive women and they come with their own set of baggage also. I don't True. need a 10 when she's giving me 100% of problems. I prefer to get a five or a six and I get 10% of those problems that that the, the 10 was giving me. So, and, and a lot of times you do find it women that know really good makeup or have other skills outside of homely skills, um, they're not as valuable as somebody that you may need in the house. Well, if you're well, making six figures and you don't need your wife. So you're trying to say like a woman that just brings sex to the table. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, a woman that brings <laughs> sex to the table is not going to work for a six-figure nigga. Like, well, no, definitely not. But that's all he needs for is for sex. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, I mean, look at look at what's that dude named that, uh, that, that basketball player? Uh, not about the, 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 I'm torn the on this one. I'm torn. I'm torn too. Man. <laughs> I'm torn to come. I'm torn. <laughs> I'm torn on this one. <laughs> I'm just like um. Uh, hold on, hold on. At the end of the day, if if I, if I was a millionaire, right? Okay. And and I traveled a lot, and I'm never home, and all I needed was someone, you know, a warm hole to put my penis in at the end of the night, then yes, a pretty woman that, that doesn't make You don't need a wife it, for that. I though. don't need a wife. I can get anyone to do that is what I'm saying. I can find any pretty girl on Instagram, but if I want somebody that, you know what, that could hold me down whenever I leave and say, hey, you know what, I got to go, but, you know, the house is here, you got to feed the dog to care of the kids, then yeah, I would settle with, you know, with, I guess I a five or a six. I mean, I can't sit down and take an eight. I think you can find those girls at at eight and seven. I think I love how you guys just talking about visuals and 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 things that they can do. Uh-huh. Hold on, you know I know where you're going with this, and let me be perfectly honest with you here. Uh, uh, you don't, but go ahead. I'm, I'm gonna keep it honest with you. I know you're gonna say, "Oh, looks don't matter." You're right; it doesn't matter. But it doesn't I matter. didn't. They do matter. What are you talking I about? Exactly. I need somebody that I could look at, you know. I don't, want, I, don't, I don't want our day to come along with a free uh, paper bag when we go places. Like, that's that's a no-go for me. I'm sorry. 
at least clean up at least be so basically relationships are based upon what the other individual could do for you because like now this is a whole different no relationship that's what i'm hearing Re- no relationships are uh, are a partnership objectively it's it's uh-huh. a partnership it's what you can bring and what the other person can bring to you listen um i was always told that's you know right. hey Hold on. I was always told people like, hey, how come you you talk to tall girls? And it's my, my ass was always it doesn't matter. My my swag compliments her. So it don't matter from taller, shorter. It, it doesn't matter. We the two of us make a beautiful thing. So it, whatever's extra is, is, is not needed. You know, as long as we can both bring something to the table that. Dang, please, please be OK, so so oh, one on one note. Uh, 60 to 70 percent of um, NFL players that are retired uh, get divorced after they finish playing. And so you can see like the ideas, millions of dollars, people who don't make millions of dollars. All of a sudden they're home every Sunday as opposed to them being away every Sunday. You know, <laughs> do the math on that one. That's one thing. The next thing I want to comment on was that in the vid. Uh, the lady was saying that she was looking for a dude who made six figures. Why? Because she felt like that that was the type of guy that she could uh, submit to. And so my thing is, is that if you are looking for that type of individual later on in the uh, video, he asked, it's like, what do you bring to the table in, in, in so many words? You know, what can you do for this guy who's making six figures? I mean, guess what? If he's the uh, CEO of uh, GM or General Mills, um, he ain't going to the Piggly Wiggly. Um, he's not going to, man, the local uh, bodega or nothing like that. He's got people to go there for him. He's got someone to clean his house. He's got someone to pretty much raise his or uh, school his kids or anything like that. So what can you do? Oh, I can rub his back. He has a masseuse that can do that for him as well, too. <laughs> so my point is, is that how can you insert yourself into his life where it's a reciprocal uh situation or payoff that happens in that? And unfortunately, I find that many people because they are not equipped or they don't have the requisite knowledge to understand things on that level, they can't. They just seeing the money that the guy has or that woman has because this is a genderless concept. Exactly. I love how you stated that. Yeah. And then the whole thing is you got to understand at the end of the day, even if you don't bring anything to these uh, to these relationships, how do you handle being, I guess, kind of looked down on, if that makes sense? Um Best way I can. I had a friend that uh, I was in the military when she Make got out. She moved to California, right? Um, she ended up dating this Richard dude. He was he had he had money, but he was a businessman. And she would say he would take her to parties, and she couldn't say anything. She'd be in the corner because all they were talking about was finances and business. And she said she felt stupid all the time. And every now and again, when she would say something, he'd be like, um, "Listen, that that is cute that you tried, but just don't, just just don't." That's she, her own fault. Because exactly, exactly. Because you can educate yourself if you want to be involved in a conversation, and you know that this is the things that they talk about. Then you can go out and you can make an effort. Like I, Esther knows this. I dated a doctor once, right? And that similar thing what happened with, huh? I said, listen to Jacoby dating up. That's what I'm talking about. Get you a doctor, boy. <laughs> it didn't work out. It didn't, it didn't work out. It didn't work out. I left his ass after two years. But um, he uh, two year run out of it. It was it was two years. It was great. I mean, it was great. I, you know, but and I dated a anyway. So um, I've dated two rich guys, right? And I would have a similar situation when I go to dinners and things like that. But I never felt that way because 
I chose, uh, for, I guess it's a personality thing, because even if I'm not into half the shit you're talking about, I still know how to make sure I have something to say about it. And I sound intelligent behind it. So she just wanted to be the dumb housewife. You know what I mean? She wants to be the trophy wife. Like she not wants doing, to just be the trophy be wife. And she didn't, you know what I mean? Like, and... It happens all the time. And then I'm sure fast forward sometime in a relationship, she's empty as hell on the inside because she don't really have nothing to offer. Mm. Yeah, you, hey, um, earlier Esther made a, made a comment about people looking for validation on social media. Yes. Yes. I mean, that's a very prevalent thing. We see it all the time, especially with these ladies now doing twerk videos all <laughs> over the place. That's all you see when you open up Instagram or Twitter or, you know, World star any anywhere. Isn't that just an algorithm that they automatically yes. throw those things up on your on your screen? They they put it up there because of the stuff you've watched in the past. Listen, don't stop trying to embarrass me and put my no, no, out. but I don't I don't uh, I think the algorithm may be off because I don't look at a bunch of a bunch of like Instagram models. But they're there. But a bunch of it will come up on my feed whenever I do choose to well, go on Instagram. There is a plethora of them because that, exactly my point. It's too many. And that's where the money's at. Now, wow. but wow. I don't. Wow. I don't believe you, Divine. I don't. I don't believe you. I think that you do. <laughs> <laughs> I think you do look at them and I'm, it's suggesting I'm, these hoes to you. Hold on. I I, I tend to believe Devon because last week he said he 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 openly said, "Hey, I watch porn." So for him to say he doesn't look at Instagram, Instagram. No, models, it's te- it's no, it's tempting. It's too tempting. It's like I'm looking at these Instagram girls. I know I'll I can't get them. Or I'm not in the position to get them because I'm not. I have children. I have a life, a family life. <laughs> like I don't see myself like being people... able to indulge in oh, Instagram chick. I don't see but that happening. So I don't look. I'm I don't want to tempt way. myself. People, yeah, a lot of people take their time looking at things on Instagram instead of developing oneself to be able to um, be someone that these Instagram chicks want to be with. You understand? Like, you like, I can't but do you this. You know what, though? That's because we don't have video vixens anymore because music videos aren't a right? thing. Yeah, there's the whole the Instagram channels doing it for free. That's why. <laughs> but here's the, here's, here's the question, though. Do, does this speak about the value of the young ladies, though? You know, it speaks be- on it speaks on the it's- degree of their thirst. They're thirsty as hell. Yes, That's but then you say, hold on. Okay, I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead, E. No, but no, it's just like you guys are saying the bad part, but it's it's a in, it's an internal problem. It's telling you the one, the culture of the society at the time and the value that these people have for themselves, and they just want to follow others because I can't put myself and just go twerking online. I barely want to like be online on a video. Here, so here. like cultural like a uh, society generational gap thing everything's online everything's on social media so everything is exposed i recall uh-oh uh-oh <laughs> <laughs> play the video Video. i ain't gonna do you like that girl i ain't gonna do you like that <laughs> i know i've never been naked on social media oh maybe a bikini maybe. oh uh, Jacoby got that look like he, right Jacoby's now. like Don't say something else I will hit the play button it is Sunday and it what a wonderful day the Lord has bestowed upon us <laughs> listen baby <laughs> I am so Amazonian you have that one yet oh I know right. <laughs> let, me, hey, let, me so, ask, let me ask this though I mean 
and and no shame to nobody. I mean, if you want to an Instagram thought or anything like that, or a chick, you know, <laughs> you. I mean, that's you. I mean, because I try to maybe be not as non-judgmental as possible or so like that. Uh, everybody ain't on the same wavelength. And so some people, that's what they gravitate towards. That's what they like or so like that. And I'm not going to tell another person what they should or what they shouldn't like. Now, what I will say to you is that you're only going to get certain outcomes from being with certain individuals or so like that. So if you're looking to find a little pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, it's not going to happen with her, Doc, because right. she doesn't have the requisite skills. Right. You don't have the requisite skills, man, to make that thing happen in the end. But linking up... But again, sex self-actualizing yourself as well as her doing her thing in her own right, man, maybe you can get there and stay there as well, too. One of the things that, for me, myself, my big thing is like, look, if I had 300K and something happened to me in the end, I want to know that I got a partner that knows who the financial advisor is, what to do with the money, and who to call in with the quickness, or have the brain power to understand and to say, okay, we put it here, 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 and we sit back. If that's not you or anything like that, then that's not what I want. And that's a me thing. That's where my journey has led me. And I think everybody should get to the spot where it's like, okay, they got to figure it out instead of what somebody else does, live on your own. Main main point, you can't live on someone else's happiness. And so an uh, Instagram chick, man, just ain't my happiness, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing, like, <clears throat> say you just said that, a lot of people will come on and say, well, you know, y- you can't judge these people. They do what they got to do to eat. And because they do this means they don't deserve love. And, you know. Never said that. Never, never said no, that. No, 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 no. I'm not saying you did. I'm just saying a lot of people will say that because I've heard mm-hmm. it before. Because I've, I've voiced my opinion on how I feel about a lot of Instagram ladies. And they're like, oh, so you don't think that these girls well, deserve I love? I don't think. That they don't deserve love. my love. And that's they- my thing. I don't think what they're going to get is love because if you, if you're, you're not that deserve, everyone deserves love. That's just universal, right? That's the, that's just universal. But being an Instagram thought, you're not, they're not going to ever get, after one thing, like you're an object, you're not a a vessel. You know what I mean? Like you're not a but these are the same people who will get mad when you say, well, I wouldn't mess with that person. Why not? Because I don't co-sign with what she does. And me personally, I feel like if you do something, you want to do it. I shouldn't have to ask you not to show your ass on Instagram. That's just something that you want to do. Would and you I have date to... a porn star? Say it again? Would you date a porn star? That's in porn right now? If they were, if they were working. Forever a porn star? No. I, see, that's the thing. I, I do believe it at one point <laughs> your past is behind you. Hold on. I do believe that your past is behind you. So, so it, it wouldn't be totally like I wouldn't be totally against it, but even if she be, was a millionaire, Dextre just gave us a even, super vague answer. He didn't say yes or he didn't say no. He and said I'm, no, but like real fast. For the yes. I, didn't, I didn't say no. I said I would not date a porn star that's actively doing porn. Okay, but if I met someone and I got to know them and they was cool as hell, and they said, "Well, listen, I did porn back when I was in college." No, I'm if like, she I don't was give actively shit. doing porn and making a million dollars a year doing it. And she fell over and she wanted to, you wouldn't do it. I am a, I am a very, very, very jealous and angry person. I, I feel like I don't need to be with my homeboys. And he's like, and my girl, and he's like, oh man, do you see what she did last week to this? Like I would, I would, I would, James, I would lose it. Your services. How much to your services, James? We need you. Oh. <laughs> would you. Would you date a porn star, James? Would I date a porn? I mean, I have dated people in that industry. Yeah. I'm not dating them anymore. But I have dated point people in the industry. Um, what I found that, that again, it's not necessarily about good or bad, but about fit. 
Um, because the person that I was dating, they told me that college was a waste of time, and I'm like, oh, hell? okay, the see, there it is. Do you, do you realize, man, what just paid for dinner? <laughs> just me <laughs> and my practice, or something like that. Or do you realize what just paid for the hotel we just stayed in? I mean, so there was a lack of understanding between what I do for a living and her reality. And so my thing was is that if we could, I, I um not to get too egghead with you. There's a book by John Gottman called the um the secret of trust. And mm. so the thing along with that is that they they found in research no matter who you date, no matter what relationship you have, you're going to have problems. There are problems that you're going to have with each and every individual. The key thing in all of this is to find out which problems are you going to be willing to work with. You know, some people have problems that they're cool with. Some people have problems that they're not. So for a porn star, look, that doesn't matter to them. They're cool. They've compartmentalized it in their mind where they don't care what that person has done from the hours of 9 to 6 p.m. that day. (laughs) But for some other people, that can be an issue. That can be a problem. And so with that being said, I'm going to let you that person live in their reality. Yeah. Can I chime in a little bit? Um. I've had an issue with like dating and marriage. Um, okay. I believe marriage is, is well, I took a, a business class um, quite a few years ago. And one of the things that they taught us in this class is that a merger of two corporations is pretty much the same thing as a marriage of two people where you're yeah. two entities that are supposed to help each other out. Once they merge, one sure. has to work off of the other to make this situation better. Um, when it comes to dating, I don't take that really seriously because it's like the test phase. It's like I'm trying to figure out whether or not I can merge with this person and then start a fantastic or continue a fantastic life. So I feel dating a porn star or dating somebody that you you may not stay with, that's for dating. But Mm -hmm. once you realize that you have to build and grow with them and 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 figure out what you can work with and what you can't work with, that's when the merger or the marriage, uh, uh, I guess, proposal comes up. So um, I, I I wouldn't have a problem dating a porn star, but to marry a porn star, I don't know about that. You know, I see everyone asking this question, but the uh, the two people that originated, Esther and, and Jacoby. Jacoby answered it a couple of um, episodes ago. Oh, did he now? Yeah, he said Excuse he used to date a porn star. You didn't say that? He's like, you don't know me. No, he, no, no, he said he met a porn star. He didn't say he used to date a porn star. Oh, my bad. I, 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 what? <laughs> I, okay, so I didn't say I met. I've never met a porn star. Yes, you did. You said that you ah! the guy that he was taking the Viagra and he went blind. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I did. I did. I met, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I met at the gym. Look at that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You're right. I met him in the steam room. Yeah, not you, like you, that. You, <laughs> not like that. But I met him in the James steam room. Look at his face. He's like, what's going on? No, for real. Jacoby. For real. For real. And this is story goes. 15 more minutes on the couch. The truth would have came out, bro. No. For real. No, maybe so maybe I, even maybe maybe an hour, maybe an hour. You could keep dancing around that, but you know the more you no, keep for talking. Real. So what happened was, I was in the steam room at the gym. He came in and he was blind and he had one of the sticks doing like you know to touch the entryways and the walls. And we're chit chatting. He's nice and. <sighs> And I'm just like, I just, after chit chatting for a little bit, I asked him, you know, were you born blind or did you become blind? And he said, I used to be a porn star and I took a lot of Viagra and I, it made me go blind. And it's true. It's one of the side effects from, uh, Viagra. If you take it when you really don't need it and you're just taking it like for fun or whatever, 
the you side effect that if you do too much of it, you can lose your sight. And he wow. went blind. So would you date a porn star, Jacoby? Not a blind yes. one. I would. You would. And you wouldn't care what they did or how many times a day they did it. Yes, I would care. How does that but, work? You know, because I have such a bold heart. I'm a vessel of love. I believe <laughs> I can look past certain shit. Now nah, he can't be doing dungeon porn and shit. I needed to be some good, wholesome librarian nursing doctor porn. But other than that, wholesome porn. Yes, I mean I can handle wholesome porn. Fisting and carrying on, I can't do it. We it's over. We I have to break up with you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, especially if they're the fist thing scene, then he comes up and goes, hey, baby, how you doing? <laughs> See, I mean, we not, we, you know, I'm going <laughs> to keep my life to myself. Keep going. <laughs> how about how about you, Queen? Try to be slick. I'm not trying to be slick. I can answer you at this moment in my life. I would not date an active porn, porn star. I need someone who's going to match my energy and my frequency. And I'm so- not there. So you would date a hobosexual. sexual. I need someone who has knowledge to give me and vice versa. I don't need no bullshit. So like I said, you date a hobosexual, but not a porn star. You guys have jokes about that, but just like Jones, <laughs> I have this loving heart, okay? It's people who want to... <laughs> it's because we, we Gemini's, girls. because we Gemini's. Yes, we're Gemini's, okay? We love. We love hard. You know what? I ain't gonna lie. I wouldn't date no fucking porn star. Jacoby, think of me. A part of me, I want to I wanna say that I am this open and I'm all that shit, but I'm just sitting here thinking about, like, I, I if it, to me, I would... Do, okay, date. Yes, I would probably date one, but... I would know that this isn't really going anywhere. Like in like love and marriage and shit, like longevity, I would know that this couldn't go there because of your career path. Because it's a lot sex, to get past. Sex is a very sacred <laughs> bond between people. You know what I mean? I also get it could be like an amusement park and it could be a fun thing between people, but I could date one, yeah. Marry one, and I don't think so. Okay. Okay. I can respect everyone's honesty. Judgmental ass and I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> I thought y'all was Gemini's. <laughs> Gotta have each other back. <laughs> hey, so moving on, let me ask you guys a question. Do you think it's uh, important to maintain a, a healthy friendship throughout a relationship or a marriage? Of course. Yes. Mandatory. Ridiculously mandatory. Yes. Unless it's like. Are you looking like <laughs> that, James? No, I mean, because, I mean, the research shows that man, when you have conflict, you know, and conflict is going to happen in any type of relationship or so like that. Sometimes you will like to be able to reflect back on the French friendship and that understanding can help lead you out of that conflict and also then bring clarity to whatever needs to happen. But how I'm much of a friendship? That, hmm? How much of a friendship are we talking here, though? Because, again, of, there are different but, levels of friendship. I think shared interests. If you share a few interests with your spouse and you guys can go out and blow off steam doing stuff that you enjoy together, um, then that works. But not everything. Like, I don't want you to play ball with me and then go shooting with me (laughs) and drink with me and then take a shower with me. And then why you don't want to check that was shooting with you in the gym? I don't want all of it. Just do one. Like, let's play ball. And then I go shoot with my friends. No, I totally understand that. That's healthy. You know. Distance makes the heart grow fonder or whatever, but 
that level of friendship is necessary in order for a wholesome actual relationship to occur, whether it's just a friendship or a romantic relationship. That's what I feel. You guys would have to understand different facets of each other, not just. Well, I, I said last week, you still, mm-hmm. in every relationship, you, you're together, but you still have, you still need to be individuals. You still yes. you yes. have to, you can share a life, but you still need to be individuals. Exactly. You do need to do stuff alone. You do need to go out without them and just with your boys or your girls. And you need to just, you still need to have your own life. You still need to have your own identity. I'm curious. I'm sorry. James, I would like to know how you feel about polyamory. How do I feel about about polyamory? Okay, so I use it from my practice. Out of the numerous couples that have come Mm -hmm. and tried to engage in that process, I don't really say that I've had any that have been somewhat successful. And why I say that is because the uh, requisite skills that are used to govern that type of relationship, um, they don't have. Many people, they can't make... Uh, the same shit I said. That's the same oh, shit yeah. I said. Hold on. Hey, uh, wait, what are, the, what, what are the requisite skills required for a polyamorous relationship? I mean, many I people can, I mean, many people can't make a binary relationship work, much less to have another individual or numerous individuals involved in the process. So, so the fact is, that's one thing. They don't know how to have conflict. They don't actually... There's no self-awareness about themselves in saying, okay, what do I want out of life? Who am I? What do I need? What do I bring to the table? And I think that's so key because within any type of relationship, you have to know who you are and you have to know how to communicate to your respective partner or in this case, partners. But if you don't know how to do that effectively or so like that, you could be tossed every which way. And then with that being said, when you have so many different voices and um, people that you're looking to uh, interact with, connect with on that level, that sucks. Because now you've been, what, five, six years? You've lost yourself. You don't know who you are. And, man, you're just man, doing anything and everything. And you're miserable. And then all of a sudden, maybe something what I have seen is sometimes people have those breaks. You know, where they just pretty much they go, I don't say go crazy, but they just do abnormal stuff. You know, things that are just not very um, uh, normal to what their patterns are. And it's unfortunate. And so my thing is, is that the required skills, having self-awareness, you know, being having a high self-esteem, you know, knowing who you are. That's very important. Audrey Lord said it best. If you don't define yourself or know yourself, people will eat you up alive and spit you out. Oh, yeah. You have to find yourself in order to move through this life. Let me. It can't be that. something that you just saw on Showtime and HBO. Come on now. Can I? Mean, I can just... I? Can I? Add but basically, that? I said the same shit you said. Like it's just it. it I've never. I don't see it working. I've never ever seen it work out. I mean, I, the quick, quick, quick story. Quick story. Yeah. So <laughs> I've had I've had a situation like that. And disclaimer: this is not a, a actual client, but it may be who you never know. Anyway, so. <laughs> There was a, a one time when I saw a couple that wanted to try to engage in that process. And so they said, hey, look, you know, we've been together. Let's try it. Let's do it and everything like that. And so they started on this process. About maybe halfway through it, one person gets jealous and they're like, I can't do this anymore and everything like that. And the other person says, man, no, don't you chicken out on me. Don't you bitch out on me right now. Like, here we, here <laughs> we go with this. Who was the one getting because jealous? Was it the, the male or the female getting it was, it was It was a female. And so then female when it came, jealous? and so then, then what happened was, all right, so now they moved down the line and they said, okay, you know, we're going to stop. We're going to just quit this. We're, we're not going to do this anymore. All Give of a sudden, <laughs> and I didn't, and I'm going to tell y'all right now, I mean, 
as far as my gift and what I do, that's one thing. Sometimes I'm green on other ends and common sense just ain't hitting me on that thing. No judgment, no judgment, no judgment. So he said, James, he put a GPS tracker on me. I'm like, a GPS tracker? He said, yeah, you can go get them off Amazon. So put a GPS tracker and was able to find out how you could follow this person around to see what they were doing every way and which way. And I've said to myself, man, <laughs> this really wasn't the best move for you to make altogether. Right. Now there's no trust. <laughs> now there's no trust. And, and... That was lacking prior. Hmm? That's what I'm a lot of things were lacking before they even started that endeavor. That's the yes. thing. Yeah, That's clearly because they felt like they needed a third person to help the relationship. To help it out. Yeah. Definitely. Let's not. When we spoke about this, I told you guys at the end of the day, it all depends on the person that comes in on it. Me personally, I am not fully there to be able to share my significant other with someone else. Because like I said, eventually one person is going to start to like another person more. That's true. But and you share your significant other with other people every day on different levels that you have no clue about. I'm sorry, now Even what? Of. Like, there's yeah, no, but yeah, I'm saying in but, general. Huh? But, but, but queen, hold up queen. Yes, yes. But, but sometimes though, it's a difference when doing it I believe I hear what you're saying, and then actually watching, man, your girl take back shots, man, in a three point stance. You know, it's it's one of those things where it's like, hold on, wait a minute, you're liking what he's doing better than you, and so it's a little bit of jealousy, it's a little bit of competitive spark comes in in that moment, and that can be problematic. Or so, like, especially if you don't know who you are. I told you, I don't, I I don't need that ten to fifteen in my life, okay. No, nah, I feel that. <laughs> and Jill, I, I don't need that in my life. I know who I am, and I know I do not like that shit. I ain't trying to. He's at home. I was looking at a show. I don't know if any of you guys have saw this. I was reeled in by um, a friend of mine, for sure. It is called um, Pretty Little Things. It's on oh, Netflix. Yeah, I've heard about it, but I didn't watch it yet. Did you? Did anybody see it yet? It, watch it yet. It's full it. of drama. It's full, full, like every episode. It's about is a ballerina, like, right? Yeah, it's about ballerinas in, I can't remember, Chicago or something Chicago. like that. So, so this one ballerina was dating another ballerina, but he had a girlfriend, um, the, the ballerina he was dating. So he was complaining to one of his female friends, and he's like, but, but, but can't he love two people at the same time? And then I'm sitting down thinking about this. Can you be in love with two people equally at the same time? I think you can be in love with two people. I wouldn't think it'd be equally though. Uh, I think you you could, but I think that- It's different love. You you would have to make a choice that it's not fair. Hold on, hold on. It's not. Let me let me put this. The, the, the best way I seen it was on um, I don't know if you ever seen the show Gotham. Yes, mm-hmm. well, there was an mm-hmm. episode where uh, the mad hatter, the riddle one of two, he tied up two people in the chair and he was like, I'm going to kill one. You have to choose, or I'll kill both of them. Mm-hmm. And he counted three and he was gonna pull the trigger, and the guy's like, I choose that one. And he was like, see, he loves her more. He will never love you the way he loves her because he was willing to let you die. You will always love one person more. Even if you don't know it and realize mm-hmm. it, subconsciously, you will always have things that attracts you and that, that maintains you with that one person more than the other. Even if it's one tiny thing. Even if it's you like the way they put the toilet True. seat down or something. I, I feel something. you. I feel you on that. You know, I think that I think some people uh, would argue that concept when it came to their children. But when it comes to just love, 
and like relationships, I think that you would definitely have to love one more than the other. No, I just. Hmm. Why is what? this one more than Why the other? Why do you have this huge fantasy to be in a throuple? After like, what, what is wrong? What's really going on? What is going on? Let's talk about it. Let's just get it out so we can stop bringing this shit up. We do have a counselor here, Esther. Now would be the time to share with the class. No, it's not, I don't have an urge or a want for anything. I just think in my life, like, I love That's what the topic list seems like. No, but I love people. And I'm thinking along my life, like, even exes. I just care for people. You understand what I'm saying? So you can love more than one person. Is it going to be exactly the same? Probably not. But if you're deciding to be in a monogamous relationship with two people at the same time and you all know about it, I would think that the love can flow. It's the communication that has to flow. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. What about this, Esther? What? What about about you're in a a throuple, right? And uh, you go out with, let's say. Throuple? A throuple, yeah, two guys. <laughs> people I'm one. learning every day. I'm learning. I'm serious, man. I love it. I love it. <laughs> let's say, let's learn a throuple, right? Let's say, and then let's say today you go out to the movies with Steven. Okay. But then Jacob is at like, damn, I wanted to go out to the movie with Esther. What the fuck? At the end of the day, someone is going to always get just at the things you do, even if they don't like it. I see what you're talking about. No, I definitely see what you're talking about. Yeah, I do too. But maybe I have like, there's a couple of instances somewhere in this world that this works, is all I'm saying. Somewhere. Nowhere. I'm going to give you... I can give you, let me tell you how I know it doesn't work for me, okay? Let me tell you how I know I'm not mature well, enough for these We know it things. doesn't work for you. It doesn't work for me either. Let me tell you how I know I'm not mature enough for this. If me and my wife, we used to live apart for a little bit. And uh, she'd be like, hey, so I went and I seen this movie with my sister. And I'm like, oh, I wanted to see that. She's like, we can go see it. Nope, I don't even want to watch it anymore. I've, I've, I've lost interest in the movie. I'll never, I've, I'll never look at it. Oh, well, yeah, that's different. Like when you're in a relationship with somebody and like, how could you go see that movie without me? I get it. Yeah, that's different. That's you childish. Have- really? I don't get that at all. But, but no. So, I get, but you know what? It's a I movie. own it. I own that I can be a very selfish person. No, so, yeah, like I want this person to have this experience with ex- me. Exactly. Exactly. They've seen this say, shit already. It's not the same effect. I'm going to say it depends. Like, it depends on what the movie is. Like, if you talk know, to me, like, let me hear this one. If you know I love Fast and the Furious, and yeah, don't go see that shit. Without- no, Fast and the Furious is coming out, <laughs> and they had ten different episodes that we saw together. <laughs> don't go see the eleventh one with with. Okay. J- <laughs> that sounds like Don't a see the eleventh one with me because I'm. You a- said that it's not a codependency issue. It's um, like show it. me that you care. It's kind of like that same conversation we had about giving the girl the wing. It's showing you, showing the girl that you love her by giving her a wing, not necessarily because she needs to have the wing. Look, see, look at his face. See, I feel like I feel like he feel that. Like, no, you don't give y'all the wing because then you never learn to order what you want. Well, nobody is true. <laughs> Fast and the Furious is in the movie. Dr. James. Series. Okay, we digress. Hey, James, how about James? James, James I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen this episode. If you went out and you bought food, and before you went, you asked your lady, hey, what do you want? She says, hey, I want burgers. And you went and you bought her your bur- her burger and you bought yourself wings. And when you came back, she wanted one of your wings. Would you give her one? Just one. Just one fucking wing. And you bought a big set, like 20. <laughs> a big, uh, how, how much is a big set? Like don't say ten. Don't say ten. No, no, no. I was gonna say twenty, but that's small. He didn't have twenty. He only had like eight. He had like eight wings. Eight wings. Yeah. Yeah. And I gotta give her one. 
He asked her nah. if she wanted wings before he left to buy the wings or order them. He asked her like two say times. Say no. Just say no, because I said no. If it's eight wings, hell no. Nah. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, not enough for no. me. Oh, I, well, see, again, I have a big heart. I would give my last wing to the person that I care about. Jacoby sound like he the type to ask for a wing after he just said he didn't want no wings. That's not the worst worst part of the video. The worst part of the video is that she refused to even eat her food after he told her no. The food that he bought her, she's like, I'm not even going to eat this because you're not giving me that wing. That was petty. I'm going to call her out. She was petty and that was ignorant. I don't understand it. That was I would have paid both of them. I'll be honest with you. I'm, I'm, I'm petty. I would have ate both of them. I mean, <laughs> hey, no. but, but I mean, I I would give I would have gave the wing up. I'm just a I'm an animal of love, and <laughs> I just want to see my significant other again. No, oh, you wanted somebody to Esther. enable you for Esther. being petty. We go. I like what you said. Hold on a second. Jacoby keeps saying that, but let's not forget this is the man that told somebody to meet me at a restaurant and then got on a plane 30 seconds later. Why you gotta be bringing up oh shit? Meet me at the airport restaurant next week. Meet me at at the the, the barbecue airport restaurant. That was one of the hot, that was one of the best moments. And you know what? I almost feel like I I almost feel like he was like, listen, go ahead and order me something too and get me a drink. I'll be there. I'll be be right there. Five minutes. Uh, You have a valid point. You make a valid argument there. That's what you want. Speaking speaking of no, enabling. I just want someone to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of enabled, do you guys think um, an enabler and enabled relationship can work? Nope. No. <laughs> if Hell, you want to be an enabler, I know was no. no. Some people want to want to be that person that always does things for someone else. Somebody, some people like that. No, it does. Where, where? Very draining. You know, I want to do your laundry yes. for you. I want to pay your bills for you. Some people like that. No, uh, it gets it's, draining. It's, it's, see, and I and I kind of did. Sense. I did an episode on that where you have the guy who. Uh, enables and allows and caters and coddles to man pretty much his significant other and then all of a sudden you know maybe five to six eight years down the line or so like that it's never enough because you know you keep giving you keep um, restricting yourself you're not assertive or anything like that you're not being your most authentic self in that moment and so then that person again they see somebody that's on um one of those social media sites all of a sudden he says how you doing sweetheart how you doing babe and, Basically, man, she entertains it or anything like that because he's giving her something different than that other guy is. He's saying no when the other guy is saying, go ahead. You know, it's just like an open buffet with me. And so then well, after a while, it's been, uh, what? They say, hey, let's meet for coffee. Okay, coffee is just all I want. Just coffee is just all I'm going to have in this moment. <laughs> and then next thing you know, man, again, like I said earlier, man, she's pretty much doing a three-point stand, hitting back shots, man. Unrelentlessly. <laughs> hey, no. I hate that. <laughs> Every time you say it, I'm thinking of my girl. Like, goddamn. <laughs> no. And hey, look, be who you are. Be assertive. If it is two minutes, then that be then it be the best two minutes of your life. And then that's it. No, no, no. I was not ready for that. You make a good case, point, though. Case closed. It's a period, and it's yeah. just a no. 
No, it will not work. But hold on, wouldn't it? Wouldn't an enabler, enable e relationship, be kind of like a sugar daddy, sugar baby relationship? But it doesn't those, have to be exactly. But, but those, oh no! Oh no! Hold on, wait, but listen, some guys listen, love that. Exactly. Hold sugar on. Daddy. Hold on. Wait. Hang on. Wait. Wait. Before you say anything, let me just put this out there. Not me. Sugar daddies. Will enable their sugar babies by taking them out, buying them whatever they want, and saying, "That's hey. not enabling." Whoa, oh. whoa! Mm-mm. Excuse me. I think paying bills is enabling. It enables you to not to be a lazy First home. of all, that is a consensual relationship <laughs> that they both knew about before <laughs> they came into it. Period. So, that so, so, so no. an enabler and an enabler so is cuckling. are consensual. Enabler and enabler can be consensual. If you like to use drugs if and I like to buy you drugs, then it's consensual. If that's a consensual, you know agreement between you guys go ahead that's gonna work because that's a consensual agreement but that's bullshit dex you already know that but it's a relationship that, with one person is getting walked all over that's this enabling isn't that the same thing as the woman trying to, to date somebody that has six figures and she has nothing isn't he the enabler in that situation? Since I'm going to pay for this, buy that, you don't have to. You work. just said he was baited, so sh- old dude was stupid from the jump street. Who's why are you mad that he was stupid enough to be baited? Dude, hold on, Do you, you not- guys are going into different conversations no, 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 no. here. Do you not remember my our our show on sugar daddies? Sugar daddies <laughs> invest very sugar little daddy. of their real liquid asset into sugar babies. And the sugar babies are wow. happy because they feel like they're living their they, best life. What and episode is that? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So he's enabling her. And on, on his end, he's getting his balls licked by a 20-year-old. It works for them. He doesn't give a they shit about the They are enabling each other. Exactly. That instance, however, in a relationship where perhaps you have an individual that wants a service, Okay. And they consistently want this service, and the other person is getting money for this. Long, I want to keep that money. What happened? Long term, how long does that relationship last, though? That's that's what I'm saying. It doesn't because people are going to get tired. That's why I said they life. do not work. <laughs> okay. No, but that's why I said they don't work because it gets boring. If you either get boring or it gets unfulfilling. Hold on, hold on. Let me stop you. There's there. lack of fulfillment there. What? I gotta stop you. Hold on a second. There was I, I just seen this story about this young lady. She uh she received a DM from this old guy saying, Hey, do you need a sugar daddy? And she was like, Sure. That night I he, get 50 million of these every listen, day. Hear, listen, hear me out. Hear me out. That same no, night. Websites you on, Instagram. Thank you. Carry on. Hold on, hear me out. That same night, he flew both of them out to the islands, right? And then she showed a snapshot. Five years later, they're still together. She had three of his kids. They're married. And she's like, I love him and his money. And he left his money on me. It worked out. It was long-term. I didn't say it was healthy, but it still worked. Okay. You didn't say it was healthy, but it still works. Gotcha. You guys got to focus on that. No one said it had to be healthy. As long as it mm. works for both parties, that's really what matters. She got a house that's for her kids. That's what I said. It's not and a healthy difference. Enabling, she got Capri Suns all day. If you're enabling a drug habit or if you're enabling a shopping habit. Those are two different healthies. It does not well, yeah, it, it is. But what if, what if, what if the drug habit is you like to take ecstasy and when you take ecstasy, you lick somebody's butthole? What if they like getting their butthole licked? And I, that's I, feel the like you, I feel like you're judging me right now. I feel, I feel like this is an attack on me <laughs> in this very moment. There's nothing wrong if you like to get your butthole licked, Jacoby. I I'll, I'll tell you that. It's fine. <laughs> Some people like that. Not me. <laughs> but I know at James people face. that love that, and it's, it's totally okay. Wow. As you were. 
Hey, James, I'm not, sure, I'm not sure if you know this, James, but apparently on this show, I'm the, the, the Kevin Samuels, apparently. I'm the one who says all the outrageous shit that- yes. He does. He really does. It's, un, it's unfortunate. I, I am not. Right. I'm, they've said worse things than me, but you know what? We ain't going to have a recap episode right yet, so. Right. Gotcha. All right. I'll, I'll give you guys an enabling. I think this is an enabling situation. I know somebody that's in it. Um, they're married. Um, they purchased a home. The couple, they don't have any children. They bust their ass for it, but he moved her entire family into that house, and they've been living there for like five years. Ooh. Oh. Okay. Oh fuck, y'all! So wasp just flew in this guy. But he doesn't seem unhappy with the situation. He's comfortable. He's on um, provide mother, father, her her mother, her father, her sister, their two kids. Um, I think her cousin, it's like five oh. of them in the crib, bro. But he's totally fine with it. So, okay, no, I mean, I respect him. On they're not married, they are married. Okay, so they're married. No, I respect him because he decided, like, I sickness and health, everything that comes with you comes with me too. So, I respect that. Is there a limit to it? Yes, did they say that there's gonna be an end of all be all to this or no? I don't know if they sat down and had those conversations with each other, but when I look at it, I'm like, yo, y'all could be Not living this you that has an with it. If he's nope. comfortable with it at this moment, in the long run, maybe, you know, he's not going to be able to be as open in his own home that he wants to. I don't think you can. If, if you have so many people living in your home, you can't. That's really what I'm saying. At a certain point, maybe that'll... That's what I'm saying. At a certain point, that may rub him the wrong way, but at this moment, he's just rocking with his lady. Yeah, I mean, but the thing is, is like he busts his ass. She busts. Uh, no one ass. else is helping. No, exactly. He, him, and her bust their ass all day. One person does manual labor, so he has to do a lot of hours, and another person is in the healthcare field, so you know she does twelve-hour days. So the people that are actually using they gotta this, go because they're actually trying they to go. their, their environment. That's they got to go. But they both, it's, both of the people in the relationship. Seem to be fine with busting their ass. Cultural is it a cultural thing? I'm really trying here. I'm, I'm reaching. I'm not, I would have kicked them out. I would have kicked them out a long time. Which one? I would have kicked well, them out. A long enabling time relationship, but I don't feel like the um the lady's family. The lady's family is the ones who are getting something out of this, but they are using energy. I don't know if they put any money to the household bills. If it's Anything like that, but it doesn't sound like a very useful relationship. But if the people involved have no issues. The only other person in that situation that works is the the cousin or the sister that has the two children. And they Um, get to keep their own money, perhaps, probably. Probably. And and the the mother and the father, they're retired and they're from the Caribbean. So, you know, they not get. Okay, so it's kind of a cultural thing, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Some enabling situations, me looking from the outside, they seem the worst. The next thing is, is the marriage, but is the marriage gonna last moving forward? It seems <laughs> like they're meant for each other, the people that are married. They love yeah. each other. They I every time I see them, they're with each other. I thought I had facial expressions to give. James, you're you're the one for that. He has racial. What do like, you think about a situation like that, James? <laughs> <laughs> Is it detrimental to your marriage? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that's my that, word. 
that well that was- okay my words <laughs> is hell no nah. i mean that's, <laughs> yeah. that's not something i would do now but then again I'm looking at that in the individuals and the parties that are involved with the process. I'm looking at the cultural implications. I'm looking at, you know, uh, what he knew about attachment, what she knew about attachment as she was raised and growing up. And so the thing is that sometimes people, they begin to accept things. Why? Because uh, it is their reality. It's not my reality or so like that, but it's what they are willing to put up with or so on that note. So because of that, that is something that potentially can work for them. They are uh, vibrating and navigating on a course of their own and be it far from me to say anything about it. I'm just saying that that is not a pair of shoes that I'm going to try on for myself. <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, it's like, what's, what's that? Uh, Mike Tyson and Robin Gibson. <laughs> Get that bitch out your house. Man. It's, like, <laughs> it's like one of those things. It's like, nah, that's not yeah. happening. You know? So it's a lot of stuff, man, that goes into that. Why people stay in situations like, I mean, low self-esteem, low self-worth or anything like that. The idea that I've been here for what, three or four years and I'm too lazy to go out there and try to find somebody else who really matches with me. So I'll just settle and stay comfortable in this situation. Yeah. I can, see that and that could be for somebody who is miserable but they just say look it is what it is yeah i can't do that people you allow people to use up your prime no yeah you can't stay in those situations get your prime used up no (laughs) all right well that's gonna be our last topic for the day uh we already hit an hour so i don't want to go too much further i know I know James has things he has to get done today but uh, hey thank you for joining us James appreciate you man appreciate you thank you everyone Hey, yeah. before we go, check out Minds of Man of a Man. My, my sequence. <laughs> there we go. There we go. I was coping. God damn. Mind finish. We got Mind of a Man podcast. It's it's See, on I, all those available uh, platforms. I was say, right. Huh? Podcast. So now, now we going to the. I was right. Now, now you can't be wrong. Start over again. He might be able to do it, or let Queen Esther start it over. Let's see if she. Can okay, do it. make sure you guys tune in to Minds of a Man's podcast, please, because he's with the shits. I want to go wa- listen to it. I, I, I want. I'm gonna go. Yeah. I already followed you on Instagram. Just sitting here, like appreciate you. Appreciate you. Check out, check out season two, episode one. We got a uh, adult. Film star since we had that topic this morning, oh, that okay, conversation. Cool. Hey, so, wh- yeah. real quick, where could they find your podcast? Oh, Apple, Stitcher, Deezer, iHeartRadio, Pandora, um, uh, Spotify. Uh, the list goes on and on. Also, we're on YouTube as well. All right, cool. Yeah. And listen, we're going to do something special for y'all. We're going to drop this episode Christmas Eve because, you know, cool. I'm going to get a chance to make, some, to make some of these drinks. And with that being said, uh, I made another drink. I made another one. This one is going to be a shot. It's, I call this the angry polar bear. It's vodka, peppermint schnapps, and creme de cacao. I white. Know, I don't know what he's trying to do to me right now. I'm not. Ah, even ah, drink ah. Don't drink with him. I'm trying to tell you. I he got to. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us, everyone. Peace. Peace. Bye. Bye, you guys.